Welcome to Mad Lit Musings, a podcast with Jamie Jo Wright, where we go deeper and ask the tough and dangerous questions. Hey everyone, and welcome to Mad Lit Musings. As usual, I'm super excited to introduce my next guest. I have James R. Hannibal with me, and I have already been talking his ear off, so I'm going to be quiet and let him introduce himself and tell us a little bit about his upcoming release. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be with you. And uh, today, I guess we're talking about Wolf Soldier, which is the upcoming release. Um, so my background, I am a former Air Force pilot, stealth bomber pilot and fighter pilot um, uh, who did some other things outside the flight deck. And so uh, now I'm out and uh, writing fiction. So my first few books were in the covert ops realm and had to be reviewed by the military for uh, to make sure I didn't say anything classified. Um, currently, though, I'm writing fantasy. Um, and so I have another series out uh, with Simon and & Schuster. And, and so I have a new series coming uh, called the Light Raider Academy series with uh, Enclave books. And this one is all based, we actually have an entire fantasy realm of games and stories and a discipleship system. And so this first one, Wolf Soldier, is part of that world. And so we're expanding this new fantasy world of the Light Raiders. Um, and Wolf Soldier is really the beginning of, of, of growing that world as this group of young cadets sort of rekindle the fires of Light Raider Academy and then strike out across a mountain barrier uh, to rescue some of the lost in Tenelathar and stop a dragon invasion. Oh, hey, dragon invasion. You got me there. That's good. I'm all <laughs> up for that. <laughs> Save that punch for the end. Right, right. right. That's a, that's a By the way, dragon. I'm sold. Going to pre-order right now. I should stop doing this podcast because my book spending budget is needing to grow exponentially. So now this sounds like it's really interactive. So there's a book, there's games. Um, there's, you said something about discipleship program. So tell us a little bit more, take me deeper into that. Okay. So this for me is a passion because um, it actually goes back to my teenage years um, and a discipleship program that has had a major impact on my life. And my uh, understanding of uh, scripture and my ability to um, take in scripture and scripture applications. So that was uh, the Dragon Raid system that was created in 1984 by Dick Wolf. And it was a short-lived system, uh, but it was amazing. And it uses fantasy allegorical situations to teach scripture memory and application. And so it's founded in the word and then it has the three pillars of uh, the fruit of the spirit, the armor of God um, and the sharing of the gospel. And so as a pastor's kid in Colorado Springs, I guinea pigged like every youth discipleship program there was and Dragon Raid was the, the best. It was one that stuck with me through uh, you know high school and the Air Force Academy and, and going out into the military and, and, and then starting again as a Christian author. And so um, now Dick Wolf uh, recently passed from cancer and before he did, he asked me to take the system forward. And so we acquired the intellectual property and, and now we have uh, we're moving forward with a range of games to fit different styles, uh, to teach that scripture memory and application and those discipleship principles, and then also uh, a novel series and an online interactive reader-directed story, by the way, uh, uh, all set in the same fantasy world. This is great. This is so great. And this is aimed toward the younger audience. I mean, I'm sure I can delve into it myself as well. You're not going to limit it to, you know, 
under 40, I hope, but um, <laughs> this is aimed toward younger students, correct? This is a young adult series. So the book itself is a young adult series. The games um, we recommend ages 10 and up due to the level of abstract thinking that children have developed around the age of 10. And of course, every kid is different. So it's really on parents. We've had kids as young as seven do very well uh, with the games, but it really depends on, on the kid. But in general, around ages 10 and up, but all the way into adult, we have groups of adults who, who love the Light Raider system. Okay. So it sounds like a really great system. Why are you so passionate about this um, and, and overall, the concept of discipling the younger generation, why is that such a passion for you? I feel like um, in the last couple of generations, some of the, the concepts of discipleship have been lost. The discipleship for everyone, not just for the uh, young person who's going into the ministry. I think we, we got into the idea, especially, especially in my generation, that um, uh, all discipleship was geared towards turning somebody into a pastor or a missionary. And uh, the rest of us were sort of on the way, on the, on, on the sideline. And so I obviously, uh, scripture, the, the, you know, the correct interpretation I think here is, is that we are all disciples of Christ. Um, and so we are to uh, uh, make disciples of others as well. And so this system to me is, is, is my way of uh, serving that great commission and trying to reach youth with specific discipleship principles um, in terms of, of understanding scripture as a whole in its context through fantasy allegory. Okay. So a little bit of Pilgrim's Progress, but brought up to today's, today's um, concepts. But I love the allegory. I mean, I, I grew up on Pilgrim's Progress myself. And of course, I was also an 80s, early 90s kid. And that was the time when a lot of these fantasy games and things were coming out. And then it was the whole kibosh from kind of the Christian community, don't go near it, it's fantasy. So how do you use fantasy to also teach scriptural theology and scriptural concepts to young kids so that they can, or the younger adults, so they could go out and actually use it in a practical sense? So probably one of the best ways to illustrate that is in our card deck. So this is like our, our, our scripture memory and application card deck. And, and why I bring that out is that on each card, we have the game applications on one side okay. um, and, and, and the Bible verse. And then on the other side where we have the reference, we have a real world application. And this one, the, the, the applications on this card deck are written by Dr. Gary Huckabee, um, who is a Holman Bible Dictionary contributor and retired seminary professor. Right. Um, and so he, he did a great job going through all of our scriptures and making sure that both the allegorical fantasy application for the game world um, and the real world application uh, were in line with the context of scripture as a whole, which you know to us is very, very important. Right. Um, but so in the game world, uh, you're encountering dark creatures, and sit in tough situations, challenging situations, uh, what we call trials that uh, are um, testing your faith, testing your, your the, the fruit of the spirit and how you respond to them and what uh, scriptures you go to to respond to those situations, either the dark creatures, which usually represent some form of sin or the trials that you're, you're, you're enduring. Um, that's how you apply those in the, in, by implying those in the game world, 
with their fantasy application and engages a different part of the brain. It helps you see the verse and its application from a different perspective. And that increases learning and memory. And that's why I think the system was so effective for me as, as a teen and why I you know, think it's effective for, for teens going forward. Yeah, no, that's totally awesome. And I think so often times too with the, you know, well, honestly, even myself, am I kidding? You know, learning to apply scripture in practical everyday situations is so critical for, you know, the young generation coming up as we look at the world around us and everything that's happening. There's so much driving at their faith and challenging it, even within the Christian world, um, taking us off into avenues that we haven't necessarily branched off into before that sound right but may not align with scripture. So um, tell me a little bit about just the overall hope and mission behind this whole, the book, the program, the games. What are you ultimately wanting to accomplish um, with youth groups around the nation and, and the world? We want to train and equip uh, young people and in families uh, to engage with the world from a biblical perspective and to advance and further the kingdom and, and follow the Great Commission. So to do that, you have to be prepared. You have to study. You have to, you have to know. But this is a fun and engaging way to do that where, hey, you're playing a game, you're having a fantasy adventure, but at the same time, uh, you're learning these important uh, scriptures and applications so that you can be armed with, you know, for instance, with the belt of truth. So, you know, the world's truth, that's one of the things you were, what, with what you were just saying. Um, we, if we know the Sunday school answer, and that's all we know, it's kind of, we kind of think we know the Sunday school answer, rather than knowing the scripture behind it, the truth of God's word the, uh, uh, behind it, and that, not just that verse, but that verse in its context and understanding it within the context of God's word. Um, if, if we don't have that, then the, the actual truth can get muddled in our minds and the world is constantly working at, at muddling that truth. Uh, for instance, right now, one of the big trends in uh, how we love others as Christians and, uh, you know, recognize that we are sinners um, and we're not being judgmental of the world, we have this sort of trend of, well, to, to show that we are sinners, we're going to participate in sin as well in the world uh, and approve of that sin to show that we are not being judgmental. Well, that's not what the Bible says. Um, and so if we, we understand, if we go back to the belt of truth, if we go back to God's word, then uh, we, we have a better way to engage with that uh, and reach folks with real faith, not compromised faith that's uh, that's dictated by the world rather than scripture. Right. And, and understanding sin doesn't necessarily mean we have to partake in it. <laughs> right. That the, the, we go back to uh, um, the Christ sat down with the tax collectors. Right. And he did because he, he came to heal the sick, um, but he also didn't come and become a tax collector himself. He didn't right. participate in the sense he met with unashamedly met with the sinners because he was there to love them and rescue them, but he didn't partake in their sins at the same time. And somehow we lose that second half, right? Uh, especially in, in, in today's current world. Right, right. Yeah, there's a lot of, of emphasis on, on tolerance, which is important from the standpoint of showing grace and showing the love of Christ. But at the same time, we do forget the other side of the uh, turning over the tables at the temple and some of the justice that comes along with that. Um, so, and the, the, um, the book now, tell us a little bit about the book. Is this something that families would read together or can a young adult just pick it up and read it? 
um, and then go play the game and recognize the characters in the game also? Or how does that all tie together? So with Wolf Soldier, um, you can read the book and, and we actually even to help with guiding through the game world, uh, James R. Brown, um, who uh, was a freelancer on the One Ring RPG game, okay. um, but it's also a pastor, um, did these gorgeous maps for the wow. interior of the book wow. to uh, help you navigate the world that, that we're building. Um, and uh, so when they when they read this book, they can pick up and they can read the book and they can and all by themselves. Um, uh, families can also go through it together. The scriptures from the game that we use are used in the story. And uh, they can see the applications, the fantasy applications happening to the characters the same way they would happen in, in the game world. And so those who are, who are using our, our, our scripture memory deck will actually recognize scriptures that they know from the memory deck uh, in the book and see them applied, except for there's this sort of Easter egg that we do in order to keep you within the fantasy world of the story in the novels, we do all the scripture in the elder tongue. So we, we are, have a living, growing language, uh, both written and spoken. And uh, most of how we're growing that is through uh, Bible verses. And so as we as we enter more and more Bible verses into we're, we're on, we're currently in the middle, almost finished writing the second novel, okay. um, then uh, James and I are, are, are growing these uh, uh, th this language. And so well, the way that they read it in the book is they is the is the character uh, thinks or recites the, the verse in the elder tongue and then thinks in the key concepts. So those who are reading can, can sort of read the verse in the Elder Tongue and, and begin to guess at what the words mean and then look at the key concepts and know, I, I know that verse. And then they can go back to the scripture memory deck and go, yes, I do know that verse. So That's anyway, awesome. there's a little bit of an Easter egg fun part of, of yeah. how scripture appears in the novel world. Yeah, and a little nod to Tolkien there and writing your own fictional language. I love that. My, my conspiracy brain is instantly going to someday when we're all being oppressed and hiding for our faith, we'll be using this language that was created in these books to speak our, our scripture. That would be fun. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that's when the author brain goes off into left field and never yep, Here we go. Back, right? Here we go. Whoa, we're gone. Amy's <laughs> gone. She's left. Oh, I love it. I love it. This is great. Um, I love the concept of fiction for young adult, especially fiction in the Christian realm so that they have um, good things to go out and, and read and reach for. So thank you so much for writing some of that. Oh, sure, absolutely. Also for developing this whole system, I'm definitely gonna be checking it out for my kids and my family and um, for all that. So I think it's gonna be great. What would you want to tell a young man who picks up one of these books or a young girl, young female, whatever, um, what would you want to tell them before they started to open the book and read it or to play the game? What would, if you had five seconds with them, what would you say? Okay. I, I would, would tell them enter into an adventure um, and be willing and, and knowing that you, that you can learn through this adventure uh, to take part in life's real adventure of being uh, a, a servant and a warrior for the kingdom. Love it. I love that. A warrior for the kingdom. That's resonating a lot with kids these days too. That really is the concept of being warriors. So awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time with us here. Um, tell us, how do we find out about this, about you, about all your books that you have out there? Because you've got other stuff out there too. Um, how do we find you? So they can find everything that they need at uh, lightraiders.com. 
Um, so it's lightraiders.com uh, or at jamesrhandable.com. You can link to the Light Raiders site um, and then they can know that there is at ridgecrestconferencecenter.com. They can still register for the Illuminate Youth Retreat that is a Light Raider Youth Retreat coming up in the, uh, uh, in the mountains there in North Carolina for the Ridgecrest Conference Center March fourth through six. So okay. registration's open until February 25th. So they want to jump into the Light Raider world. We're going to do, be doing a stage production live game on stage with visual effects uh, to, to bring people into the, to the world. We're going to be training youth pastors how to use the discipleship system, and we're going to be playing the games with the kids. So it's, it's going to be a really exciting uh, a weekend there. That sounds like a really souped up Comic-Con, and I'm all for it. <laughs> Can I come in character? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Get the book and come in character. There you go. Awesome. Love it. Well, perfect. We will uh, make sure I'm encouraging all of you out there to check it out. I think it's great. We need more of this in the lives of the next generation coming up so that they can continue on the faith grounded in foundation and scripture and the way Jesus would have us walk. So thanks so much, James, for being here. Thank you for your military service too. I know that you well, serve the nation and we really appreciate that and definitely want to do a call out for that. So um, we'll see you around. Let's not, let's not stop talking. This is great. Absolutely. We'll see you around. Are you a writer wanting to go deeper in your writing and get to the heart of your story? Join Christie Award-winning author Jamie Jo Wright at MadLitMentoring.com, where she will take you on an intimate, fun, and exploration of going deeper, the layers of your story, the four corners of foundation, and more. Find out how to be mentored by Jamie Jo Wright at MadLitMentoring.com. Thank you for listening to Madlit Musings. You can find out more information about Madlit and all that it has to offer at madlitmentoring.com. That's madlitmentoring.com. Or check out more about Jamie Jo Wright at jamiewrightbooks.com. <laughs>